Show us. La 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 la. Oh, for life, for life, for life. How are we doing? What's happening? How's it going, everyone? Welcome to episode three of Show Offs. La, I la, can't la. believe we're at episode three. La 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 la. Kev, happy, <laughs> happy third episode uh, of Show Offs, the podcast, and happy 100th day of lockdown. How mental is that? Uh, amazing me 100 days i just feel i didn't have my my mic my head my headset on there 100 days of lockdown i remember 23rd of march uh, i remember when it happened and i had to pick my daughter up from school early and i had i had about five or six nights of sleepless nights it was horrific That's, uh, yeah <laughs> Do you know can i, uh, can, I I <laughs> can i just jump straight into the live chat kev uh just want to say good evening to everyone that's in already and i love the fact that so james has already said hey kev gav and steve from blue <laughs> <laughs> yeah we're bringing him in later you know what steve from blue after after my guest of lionel voiceover guy from 1980s steve from blue is the next guy i want on, on show off <laughs> I, I promise you, I'm going to make a promise right now to everyone. Steve, if I don't get a Steve from Blue, then my name's not Kevin Quantum. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> On that note, I think we just quickly introduce ourselves. We've got a few people that have never uh, tuned in before. A big oh, hello course, to, yeah. to them. Uh, my name's Gavin Oates, and this is. My name's Kevin Quantum. It's not. It's not. Okay. So I thought we'd I thought we'd done I think we'd done that already. Um, Kev, I wrote your name, poem. I wrote, Kev, Kev, I've written you, I've written you, I've written you a poem. Oh, I've written a poem. Uh, are you ready for this? It's called It's called Kev, you are quantum, you're not. Right. Yeah. <laughs> are you ready? Okay. All right, okay. Right. Bring it on, Gav. I've spent a long time, and I think everybody that's joined us this evening live, Kev, you know, those that have been tuning in over the last few weeks will know by now that your name is not your real name. It's your pretend name. It's your stage name. And no one, no one understands. Uh, uh, so here we go. It goes like this. Kevin, this part is real. Quantum isn't. Mate, that's it. That's all I've written. But I think it doesn't need any more. Mate, you see... Like about five minutes ago, we had 15 guests watching live. Now, since you said, I'm going to open with a poem, right? Now, that is just going down, down, down. This is when you know the content is failing you. Opening with a poem, I mean, you should have given me a wee heads up on that. Um, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> Gav and I are our show-offs. We are known for showing off, and poetry is, is obviously a string to Gav's bow. I didn't know he had, uh, but we, we, do, we do a whole bunch of th stuff to show off. The podcast is like a result of us just our narcissism really kind of finding the pinnacle of what we're all about, trying to get in front of people, trying to get in front of those 10 people watching live right now and those thousands that are no doubt going to watch the podcast later. We love it. We love hearing your comments. We love hearing your chat. We love hearing your feedback because that helps us just make this even more show-off-tastic. Yes, it does. And a big hi to Gail and Jen and James and Mark and Sveta and the other millions of people, as Kev said, that will tune in a wee bit later on. Yeah. Um, so, Kev, um, a couple of folk have noticed that we're both wearing uh, purple this evening. Yeah, that's um, true. And we're both wearing hair. Yeah, uh, uh, you... You 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 kind of use a slip to a little gav from from on it. <laughs> yeah, I mean I'm wearing I'm wearing less hair. Just but, it, pull it forward a bit. Just uh, do you know right? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, your face is amazing, Gav. 
<laughs> you know, Gavin and I we used to work together in a comedy act, and the one thing, the one th like, there was a lot of qualities Gav had, but his facial expressions at selling an emotion were second to none. And I, I remember saying to him, Gav, how did you get good at this? He's like, I used to practice when I was younger. <laughs> I think that's what being a show-off's all about. You, you know, it's all right to have a bit of natural flair, but do you know you're a magician, Kev? You, you've travelled the world performing magic, and you know you make yeah. a living out of it. You've made money out of you know perfecting your craft. Mate, my face, my face was my craft, and hey, it did it did us all right for a wee while, don't you think? I mean, it did us a reason for a, a long time, you know. I mean, Gav has a very versatile face. I think he wouldn't mind me saying that. It can, you can make it, you can make it look lots of different ways. Like there's sometimes that Gav looks like a super handsome Hollywood A-list celeb, and there's other times he, he pulls a little face, and suddenly he's like, he wouldn't be out of place at a Blackpool branch gurning competition. <laughs> there's, so, there's so many different faces that he pulls, and. Yeah, what, do you want to give us a wee couple of faces right now? I know this isn't really good for our listeners. I'll have to watch again. But well, well yeah, I mean, well, I, again, I just want to say hi to everyone else that's tuned in. To Lewis, big shout out to him. Um, right, okay. Well, give give me a give me a scenario that you want it want me to sum up with my face, Kev. <laughs> uh, a scenario. I like, by the way, I like yeah. this game. Hi, John Cole. Thanks for tuning in. Right, hello, hello. All right. So what what I want you to do is imagine that you are walking down the street. All right. Uh, you're walking down a narrow path and you're coming towards someone and they sneeze, but they sneeze before the two meters. But you know there's a there's a draft of potentially virulent cloud coming towards you and you are with your daughter. <laughs> so you want my face to tell that whole picture. Yes. <laughs> Go for it. Okay, okay so uh, most of, of you that are downloading the podcast uh, <laughs> audio only, I, I hope you enjoy the next few seconds. <laughs> right, you ready, Kev? It would go, it'd okay. be something like, it'd be something like this. <laughs> what do you think? Uh, yeah, so it looked like there was a bit of uh, throwing up in there mixed with incredulity. Oh. Mixed with, mixed with what? incredulity. Oh, I thought that's what he said. <laughs> I, think, I think it was the I think it was the you know people sneezing and not keeping the two meters. But I've got my daughter. Like I wasn't happy, but I needed to bulk a mm. wee bit as well. So yeah, yeah, but I, yeah. I mean, anytime you want me to do that again, Kev, just let me know. If you, in fact, just, <laughs> you, know what, you know what? Those of you that are listening and watching online, go and go and throw me out any scenario in the world. And at some point during the show tonight, I'll perform it with my face. You know, in hindsight, probably a face pulling competition on a podcast isn't our greatest segment idea, Gav. Maybe, maybe we should have a wee rethink about that. We'll do it for today, but when it comes to visuals later on, uh, I probably isn't isn't the best. But that does deserve, Gav. It does deserve a little uh, bugle call. <laughs> That is the, that is today's symbol for well done. That's today's really? well done, Gavin. Do you know I love the fact that you've got your sound effects there. What's really funny is so I have um, <laughs> I have a fart machine right that I used for um, a kids book called Pumpy Bee that I put out mm -hmm. a, a while ago, and it's in the drawer in the room that I'm in at the moment, and oh, it's off. It. But but for some reason it triggers every now and then. And during just the last five, 10 minutes that we've been live, there's been about six big farts happening. 
from from a drawer <laughs> over there. Oh, really? I'm not going to be able to pick it up. <laughs> I didn't know what it was, but ah, it's yeah. over there. So I'll maybe I'll maybe take it out a wee bit later on and fire some. Yeah, I've actually got a, a fart machine as well, just quite close to me. <laughs> too, so, uh... <laughs> I see what you've done there, Kev. <laughs> I'm surprised you didn't notice, do you? You're usually the first to figure out these things. Uh, so how have you been this week, Gavin Oates? What have you been doing? How, how have you showed off to the world this week? How have you made the world a better place? Do you know, I have absolutely showed off to the world. I've been I've been speaking at events online, Kev. I've been yeah. uh, doing what I do. I've been doing some virtual conferences. I, I hosted a, mm. a phenomenal conference or, um, just at the, the, the tail end of last week on, on Thursday. Um, it was a huge organization down in Manchester. There's about a thousand people tuning in live. I was on hosting duties from right here in my house with my luscious wallpaper that you keep forgetting to talk about in our podcast. I can't believe that, by the way. Sorry to interrupt. It took me about two weeks to realize that that wasn't an actual shelf and it was actually <laughs> wallpaper. <laughs> yes, finest. So, no, I. I, I it's been amazing, though, because, like, as a complete show off myself, Kev, like, like I really miss being on stage, you know. We've we've had a hundred days of not being able to get up in front of a live audience, and when you've spent the last 22, 23 years of your life on a stage in front of big rooms full of people, you know it's it's been very strange. Mm. So whilst it, whilst it's been me sitting staring at the camera in front of my laptop, um, it, it's not obviously it's not the same buzz, but actually um, it's been. Uh, it's been amazing to just know that there's an audience, an audience out there, and the feedback was great. So, so no, I've I've been back doing what I do, just in a completely new way, and having to mm-hmm. learn some new skills. And you know, it's funny because when you're standing up in front of a live audience, you can gauge people's faces, you can hear them, you can feel it. But when you're just staring into the the, the camera, it's it's yeah. definitely a bit trickier. And um, what about it's yourself, Kev? Well, just quick quick question, maybe a wee bit for the audience here, because we're in this world now where I'm pretty sure most people watching this will have had to have done a video call with their work or with their pals or whatever recently. What tips could you give to them in the show and the, in the benefits of showing off? How can they improve their video conferencing? What one single tip would you want to pass on to them? Uh, uh, well, do you know, I think one of the things that's quite interesting is is it's slightly different in a podcast scenario. But if you're if you're giving like an actual talk, like look look at the camera, like it's amazing how many people look at the screen. So they as they're talking, they do this, and you know they're you're chatting away, and you're like, are you looking at me or are you looking at yourself? <laughs> but uh, yeah, look at the camera; it helps immensely. But listen, honestly, I don't think we need. To, I think people just need to chill out and. I'm seeing all these people appearing all over like LinkedIn and things like that saying, oh, I now run workshops and how to speak into camera. Really? Like, mm-hmm. just look at the camera and be yourself and stop worrying about what people think about you. Um, what about yourself, Kev? Have you have you been performing this week online? Uh, yeah, mate, I had a show. I had a show called The Trick That Fooled. It's like a little public show that I do on Zoom. Uh, also had had a couple of, I had a booking this week for next month, for July. Nice. Um, so it's going to be in Italy. Oh, good luck with that. Hope yeah, you get yeah, home safe. I'm going to fly via England because it's okay to come into England. And, <laughs> okay. and, then, and then you can there. stay. And then, and then you can stay there for 14 days, Kev. <laughs> we'll see how it works out. Anyway, apparently Italy have got a show called, like, kind of like Italy's Got Talent. I don't know what it's called. 
Tuki Valleys or something like that. Tuki Valleys, let's not go with that. And, is, it, um, is, it, is, it, is it their actual Got, uh, got Talent show? Is it? If, if you could have imagined a Got Talent ripoff, right? Imagine that as best you can, right? That's what they've done. I mean, I hope I hope they're not listening to this because they're paying me to be there. Uh, but I'm going over, I'm going to do my cannonballs and uh, I'm going to do a gig. But uh, yeah, it's, it's been a good week for me. Like I have to say, it's a, a whole bunch of stuff that's... Um, they kind of been, you know, working on for the last hundred days of lockdown. That's starting to work out a wee bit. So I'm, I'm pretty chuffed. Get a chance to do a live show, man. I'm just so excited about doing that. You know. Yeah, sounds good, mate. Right, listen, let's get some jingles in. All right. Okay. Cool. Sorry, I was going to just continue that story, but Sorry, I thought you'd finished. <laughs> <laughs> this is I thought sarcastic. you'd finished. Slight, sarcastic slight lag. Sarcastic. Slight lag. Awesome. Not, I think. <laughs> <laughs> did I not joke? Right. I just did not joke. Uh, so that's been good. Yeah, I think like a whole bunch of stuff. My teeth are a little bit whiter because of my teeth whitening. <laughs> you can see that. Yeah. I've lost now about four kilograms since the last episode. No, not not since the last episode, but since I started trying to lose weight. No, I well, yeah, probably that's got a little bit to do with it. Uh, lost four kilograms from my teeth. <laughs> that would be weird. Imagine like that's how your teeth whiten, like you. You, you like you had to scrape your teeth, and it was you. You, you lost loads of weight because you made your teeth white. Mate, that'd be weird. If somebody had four kilogram teeth, you know, if somebody could afford to lose four kilograms from their teeth, I think the, I think the teeth whitening issue is going to be the least of their problems. You know what I mean? I think from now on, anytime somebody's told me they've lost weight, all I'm going to think of is teeth. Oh, yeah, I've lost a couple of stone. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I well, that's that's probably what I'd be doing as well. But I, I yeah, it's been been a fun fun old week, and um, went to the beach today. Went swimming in the North Sea, Port nice. Bello. Uh, so that yeah. was good. Did that a few weeks ago. My wee daughter, my daughter loves doing that sort of stuff, and uh, pretty much just can't get that word whelmed out of my head. Oh yes. Well, Kev, I'm really glad you brought whelmed up in conversation <laughs> because of something I'd like to talk to you about this week. Now, for those that haven't <laughs> really excited, you're like, oh yes, like like I'd well, accidentally stumbled onto something amazing. Well, do you know, I feel like you know it's one it's one of my segments that doesn't really have a place in a show offs podcast because the whole thing mm. is really meant to celebrate people who have dared to put themselves out there and push themselves that wee bit further in life whether it's entertainment, sport, business, anything. Um, and as we discovered probably straight off in week one, really, really the podcast's all about us. Although we do have some guest news coming up later on. Um, now, um, a couple of weeks ago, I played a wee game with Kev called Word or Not a Word. And the word was whelmed, okay? And we discovered that whelmed is the exact same, has the exact same meaning as overwhelmed. It's just over the years, the word over has been added to the front for no reason whatsoever. Uh, so so whelmed is a word and overwhelmed technically isn't a word. And then last week it was the word bigly, uh, which Donald Trump used. It turns out it was a word. Uh, so uh, Kev, um, you seem to have frozen on my screen. I hope you're still there. Oh, that's weird, isn't it? Can you hear me? Yep. Uh, I can hear you, but- I'm but actually you, just yeah. really still. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually passing because and uh, being still. Yeah, can so. can somebody drop into the chat just to let us know if, if Kev's moving on their screen? Maybe it's just at my end. I've no idea, but let us know if Kev's this new game frozen or not frozen. Kev. <laughs> so Kev, the oh, word 
I've got a, a, a new uh, a new word for you this week, Kev, and it's reiterate. Oh, there you go, Kev. I can see you now. That must so be Kev, a word. Oh, that's I was saying that Kev's frozen, but now you're not frozen, Kev. Oh, hang on. We're just waiting for your camera to update itself, I think, Kev. It's oh, that's so bizarre, isn't it? Let me go to this one. This is my other one. Always got a plan B just in case. Ha <laughs> ha Right, okay, tell me. So can you see me now? I can see you now. So hopefully uh, hopefully that's all right. So, so Kev, the word is reiterate. So this is for everybody at home as well. Uh, by the way, thanks to John Cullen, Mark and Mardi and Svetlana and DJ and, and Craig and Claire and James, everyone else for letting us know that Kev's frozen uh, and that he's now back. So reiterate, word or not a word? Let's go. Come on, Kev. Reiterate. So let's just pop this in there so we can all see that word. Reiterate. Reiterate. So there's the word there. And uh, let's show it. Reiterate. Is that how you spell it, Gav? Yeah, that's how you spell it. Now, all, uh -huh. the, words, <laughs> all the words that we use in this... Um, are available in dictionaries, but it, which means they are now recognised as words. But some of the words that we use in this aren't meant to be in there, but they've made their they've made their way in there. So, dude, if you look at the um, if you look at the mm. chat there, it would appear that pretty much everybody thinks that reiterate is a word. Okay, so I can tell you. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, you've not asked me yet, Gav, so I've not given my. And obviously, it's important that I give as your co-host. Uh, give you my answer on this. So I would say that it's not, or and within the confines of the rules that you've laid down, it's not a word. So the only there's only you and Craig on the chat have decided it's not a word, and I, I have to let you all know that Kev and James, you are correct. Yes, so, me and James. So sorry, Gav. Move over. Move over. To, oh, sorry. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Uh, so reiterate falls into the same category as overwhelmed. Iterate means the exact same thing as reiterate. It, so oh, iterate that... means to, to, to go over it again. So if you're reiterating something, you're probably going over it and then going over it and then going over it again. So we've, we've added re for no reason whatsoever and turned it into a whole new word, but we didn't have to. We gave ourselves extra letters. So there you go, Kev. Reiterate. Every week, people that Say that again? I'm just thinking how that could have happened. You know, maybe there was someone quite smart explaining something to someone not as smart, and they were saying, let me iterate that to you. And then they iterated it, and then they still never got it, and they were like, okay, let me reiterate. So maybe it's like, maybe it's only ever used if you if you really want to emphasize the skills gap between the person who's explaining and the person who's been explained to. It's like a, it's almost like a, a dig, isn't it? Let me reiterate. <laughs> Does that make sense? Well, mate, I'm feeling really whelmed at how you've just iterated what you were saying there uh, in a big leak kind of way. You're good, well, really good. Like uh, you're going to have to do this for every episode now. There has to be. <laughs> when we get to episode 500, it'll just be the full hour of me making a sentence out of yeah. uh, all the words. Um, but Jonko makes a great point in her message there, mate. She's saying, why have three syllables uh, when if you can use four? But it works the other way. Why have four when you just have three? You know, save yourself from breath, some breath, some time, some energy. 
And uh, Claire says she's going to totally <coughs> use that uh, at work this week. Awesome. I think you should. I think you should. And if anyone picks you up, let me iterate one. I think, you know, I don't think anyone's even going to pull you up on it. The only thing it probably yeah. would do is that they would probably be like, let me iterate that. And then you'd iterate what you're planning on iterating. But the person who heard it would be thinking, why are they saying the word iterate? And they probably wouldn't listen to what you're saying, right? Just because yeah. in their head they're thinking, why is she using the word iterate? Then you'd be then, then you could use the word reiterate. And then they'd be like, <laughs> ah. I've, I mean, I, I've totally lost you. I was just having a wee game there. Let's have a chat about showing off. This the whole thing yeah, was yeah, set up, dedicated towards people who, who just want to put themselves out there and push themselves. We've not really talked about our own backgrounds, Kev. So you're a magician, yeah. mate. You, you know, you've, yeah. you've, you, your whole career is getting up and showing off something that you've spent so much of your life perfecting. What mm. age were you the very first time you did a, pro a proper gig? And by proper gig, let's 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 go proper gig. Let's not go like a wee show to your family and stuff like that. An right, actual okay. club, an actual club with an actual mm. audience. What age were you, and why? Why the fuck did you think? Do you know what? I'm going to put myself on that stage in front of real people and and show them what I do. Right. Well, yeah, you're into my origin story. How did how did Kevin Quantum begin? <laughs> It's just like Wolverine. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, that's what I use in all my paraphernalia, isn't it? I always see origin story. That's what I talk about because, like, I'm a science magician hybrid. Uh, so it all started for me when I was 24. Um, just Google it. There's uh, 24 was my age, so really late on, really late on. You know, I mean, I had some show off elements of me before I got into magic and comedy. I was like, um, I was um, second desk viola in the Fife Youth Orchestra. That was quite a high profile. High profile position. Um, sorry, you know, I was, sorry, I was thinking, stop, stop, stop. We have oh, to stop there. We, we, need to, we need to talk about this bit a wee bit further. Can you just oh, okay. repeat everybody there? You're, you you refer to that there as another show off quality, yeah. did you say? Yeah, another sort right. of strength of my bow, so to speak. Oh, no pun. <laughs> um, go, and, uh, go and explain what that was again, that extra thing you were talking about. Second what? Yeah, uh, second desk viola in the Five Youth Orchestra. What are you so laughing at? I'm not. You are? You just went... I'm not. I was laughing at something else. Oh, right. Was that a fart hey, noise by any chance? Second desk? Second desk, right. So second desk is... Uh, so in an orchestra, you know how there's like the front row and then there's nope. the second row and the third row. Nope. Right. Do you know what an orchestra is, Gav? I think so. Okay, right. Do you know how many people are in an orchestra? There's lots, right? Just let's let's leave Eight. it a lot. They all pay... They play different instruments, right? Now, the orchestras I was playing in were, were big romantic orchestras. I had over like 100 people in the orchestra. Uh, that meant in the, in the view, yeah, from the romantic period, uh, like early 1900s, late 1800s, Rachmaninoff, that kind of thing. <clears throat> um, yeah, give me give me a shout out on the chat if, you, if you're into a bit of Rachmaninoff, yeah? And so anyway, there I was. Uh, <laughs> stop looking at the chat. I love, I love the fact <laughs> what's actually appeared on the chat is kumquat. <laughs> <laughs> that was that was that was here from before. Uh, so then I was uh, playing viola. But if you're the best, you're in the front. You're in the front. You're in the front row. But if you're not the best, then pretty much the worst you are, the further back they seat you because you know they don't want your sound to come to the audience. So I was second desk out of like I don't know four desks. Started off in fourth desk, maybe we'd second desk. Never actually made it to first desk. So second desk viola. I just thought I'd put my. I 
a pinnacle of my Fife Youth Orchestra playing career in there. I did not know that there was such a thing as as, as being ranked in terms of where you sit. That's, yeah, that's awful. Like every time yeah. now I see an orchestra, I'm just going to look at the ones at the back and think, God, no luck. I mean, the ones at the back, sometimes they're told not even to touch the string. And they just like lift your bow up a little <laughs> bit too high. <laughs> just, just too high. <laughs> there were times like, there were times like, God. Mate, sometimes like sometimes there would be bits that are really difficult to play, especially in the early days when I started. You know, first year of the FYO, we used to call it Fight Youth Orchestra. I I wouldn't even bother playing because there were sometimes I'd play in rehearsal and the conductor would just look at me and go, <laughs> he would just give me a sigh and shake his head because it was, uh, you know, tuneless. I guess is the word that would be used. Do you know the, the greatest orchestral performance I've ever seen in my entire life is a show uh, that Kiss did. As you know, Kiss are, are, are my absolute favourite, or one of my absolute favourite bands, and they were backed by a, hun- a hundred-piece orchestra. It was the Melbourne Symphony Orchestra. Um, so you do? And they did all- of course I do, but only in the rock sense. And uh, I've also seen uh, the Who backed by, uh, I think it was the London Symphony Orchestra. I might have got that one wrong. Absolutely extraordinary in, in, in that kind of setting. But, mate, I'll never I'll never be able to watch or listen again. I'll be too busy looking at the second row thinking, that's where Kev belongs. <laughs> Just look at that. I think you are right talking about looking at the back row. Don't worry about the brass of the woodwind. They're usually pretty shit hot. But look for the viola section because they're typically known as the uh, the least rehearsed part of the orchestra. And then look right at the back and then they just... <laughs> Watch out for someone doing this. <laughs> a furtive guy. Is that why they, they put the guy with the giant drum at the back? So is he does he just do what he wants? He just drowns the violas out. He drowns the violas out. So, 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 right, there's the violas. Uh, the drum guy, you're going to come right to the back of these guys right, so they can drown out the really ones that aren't that great. So anyway, we, we, got, we went off topic there. So <clears throat> yeah, early on, that's when I've had my first um, command performance for the Queen. Um, still put that on my magic website as well, uh, which is a story in itself. If we've got a time, let me just tell you how this happened. So um, basically, um, I was in I was in Glenrothes, <laughs> where, where all my best stories start, which is a town in Fife, um, a town known for Rothes Halls. Let's just say Rothes Halls. And um, so I was on, I was on I was on uh, in a little string orchestra and it was pretty much like 25 years or something since they'd opened Rothes Halls. So I was standing there with the orchestra. The Queen opened Rothes Halls. She came back for the 25th anniversary, God bless her. And uh, <laughs> I don't know where that came from. And then um <laughs> and then she she uh, she walked past and we were all just standing there totally shitting ourselves, really nervous. And then she 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 said she turned round to the she stopped, right? She looked up at the orchestra where I was, right? She looked at the orchestra and then she looked to the guy who was next to her and she obviously said to this guy, are they going to fucking play something? (laughs) (laughs) And then the guy just sort of like nodded and then he he spoke to someone else and that person scuttled off and then they kind of ran around and eventually the word got to the conductor and he sort of straightened up and got his his baton ready and then and we started playing. I can't even remember what it was we played. So that's when I performed for the Queen. Also performed for Prince Charles. Do you think as you were performing for yeah. the Queen, not only was she saying, are they going to fucking play something? Do you reckon she was leaning into her pals and going, check him out in the second row? Yeah, hopefully. Hopefully, yeah. I think probably she regretted it after she started asking us to play. You know what? You know when it's like, a, you know, when there's a, a really terrible band, uh, when, when there's like a, a sort of an opening of something, they have this 
band from a local school. Like usually it's a brass band and they're out of tune and they're out of sync. Uh, the Queen probably asked us to start playing. And she went, "Oh fuck," because <laughs> she, she can't she can't walk away. Can't, I know she's the Queen, but she can't walk Can, away from a bunch of children playing a song. Can you imagine, like not just the Queen but the whole royal family? Can you imagine how many shit performances they've had to watch? Like <laughs> to be in the royal family, I think you must get trained. Like you must get trained to watch shit orchestras and shit bands and shit plays and shit comedians and. And you just have to sit there and do this. <laughs> right, they do, and they don't hold back. Because there was another time Prince Charles came to watch me when I was playing in the, um, the National Youth Orchestra. What's that? National, yeah. Um, the, the one above, representing Scotland, my country, representing my country on stage. Who can see that? So hang, on, so you played, hang on, you played for Scotland at Viola. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I've never said, never heard it said. We're like that, yeah. Played for fucking Wait. Scotland at it's, Viola. It's, yeah, I love it. Oh, yeah, I played for Scotland. What at? Viola. <laughs> <laughs> That's class, isn't it? I need yeah. to do that to my, to my Yeah, I played, played for my country. Ah, cool. Like football? No. Rugby? Yeah. No. Viola? Aye. <laughs> <laughs> I noticed Aileen McPhee's uh, sort of um, piped in here in the chat as well, saying she was in a very similar position, but she played flute, uh, I guess. Yeah. That's my cousin. New York, by the way, tuning in. Hi, hi, New York Symphony Orchestra. Uh, uh, do you know, uh, yeah, that, that's who Eileen plays for. Yeah, Eileen. She plays for America. <laughs> well, anyway, so Eileen plays for America. I play for Scotland. That's impressive, by the way. At Viola. And, uh, yeah, so we're playing for... Uh, Played National Youth Orchestra. Prince Charles, he was the patron of the National Youth Orchestra of Scotland. Came to the performance. <clears throat> didn't like it. You know why? We knew he didn't like it because afterwards there was a reception. He was kicking about. He said and, it was pish. Uh, uh, well, I think he said the kind of posh version of it was pish, which is right. it was rather academic. That's what he said. <laughs> <laughs> thought the performance was academic. Wow. Well, I don't even know. I don't even know what that means. I'm, I'm not sure either. I mean, it's one of these great things, the great words that people use that are really smart. That the, I think you know when you're looking for a way to be positive about something that you just didn't like at all. That's one of those words. Oh, I bet the family have loads of those lined up. We got a few anyway. reviews like that. We get a few reviews like that back in the day. The color ham were academic. Me, oh, that's one of the things I want to talk to you about for next week, just as a little segue. Uh, next week, what I want to do is, because uh, you and I both have spent a lot of time on stage, I want you to bring your best review ever and your worst review ever. And we're going to read them out on the podcast. <laughs> your oh, best and your worst. I'm going to do the same. I'm going to do the I, same. Well, do you know, can I just say, there's a review that we got for the Colour Ham that I, I'm not sure it would be, I'm not sure... In the current climate, it would be okay to read it out. Oh, really? Which publication Maybe, was it? Um, it was one of the ones that only appears at the festival. I don't know if it was Broadway Baby or. Should, let's uh, not say. I don't want anyone searching it. We should probably take these things off the internet rather than shine a spotlight on we got, them. We got we got a five star review and a one star review on the same night at the Edinburgh Fringe Festival. I see. Just by the way, in the chat is a guy called Daniel Alderson. Uh, who was yes, actually our man. technician in year one of the Colour Ham. He was the guy that did the lights, did the sound. And we, we came into the theatre, having never really done, I say theatre, the loosest sense, into the into the theatre. Uh, Daniel was the technician there. And we came to do our dress rehearsal. And Gavin uh, and myself and Colin, 
Colin McLeod, who were part of the few guys that were part of the Colour Ham, rocked up on stage. We're like, yeah, this is going to happen. This is going to happen. Everyone, including Daniel in the room, was like, this is going to be a fucking train crash. <laughs> we didn't, didn't have a clue. And then opening night came and what? Wow, whirlwind took off. And to be fair, Daniel played a big part in that. He just he made it. stuff happen yeah. for us. And he we only got like we got like a 32 minute run through or something like that. Um, <laughs> but he was he was there big time. And actually, there's a few people in the chat tonight, our, our Callahan fans. John Cole, you've been to see us uh, up yeah. in Edinburgh, that's right. Um, but yeah, okay, right, okay, Kev. So, so best review, worst review, best review, worst review. Right, okay, let's do it. Uh, I think I know where they are. I've actually got them, so uh, that's a brilliant challenge. So, right, let's first I've got, I've got, it's Obviously, just before I finish, I don't want to say the, the rest of that story because that's kind of the show off. That's as, that's as good as it got for me up until the age of about 24 where I started doing magic. I'll come back to that story another day probably, but I'm I'm guessing but by the age of 24, you you had already, I don't know, won a Perrier or something. You'd won... It, if comedy awards well, around the world, you, you must have done. I mean, the standard, the quality that you're at right now, Gav, I mean, you must have been performing. You must have been showing off since the age of five or six years old, maybe. Young. <laughs> well, I, I, had, I was never on stage my entire life until about 18 years of age. Um, I had, uh, I had, I mean, I grew up absolutely obsessed with people like Vic Reeves and Bob Mortimer. I was obsessed with Rick Mail. Like, you were talking mm. about my face earlier on. Oh, if there was ever a face that you wanted to have in the world of comedy, it was Rick Mail's face. Um, and then there was things like Monty Python and stuff. And I, I mean, I wanted nothing more than to be on stage. I wanted to feel what that was like to be up there in front of people, make them laugh, make them cry with laughter. But I was terrified, so I never did it. Um, never went in for any drama at school. Never, never played for my country at viola like you. You know, I didn't. I just didn't go in for it. I was too too scared. But mm. when I went to university, as some people in the chat will know, um, I actually did a degree in primary school teaching. So I was like in in that you spend most of your time on placement. So you find yourself up in front of like 25 to 30 children from nine in the morning till half past three in the afternoon. And what I realized quite quickly was I was basically learning well, my teaching craft, but how to get up in front of an audience and engage with people and tell stories and make them laugh and make them think and make them feel something and all that good stuff. Um, so it wasn't until I went to uni and sort of threw myself into the classroom with my teaching um, that I actually decided to to go for it uh, with, with the performing. Um, so uh, there he is, my absolute hero. Uh, or one of, one of many. Look at that face. Isn't it beautifully disgusting? Mate, do you want to... Do you want to try and pull that face? Hold on, let me try and do a little bit of a... It's pretty good. It's pretty good. I was, I was kind of there. <laughs> not too bad, mate. Not too bad at all. That was, that my, was... my first my first ever venture into the comedy world, though, was with, with my great pal Rory Brown. Uh, we had a, a, a show called Gavin Rose. Actually, I think Rose's big sister, Marty's joined us tonight. I'm sure I spotted her name earlier on. Um, and mate, to go back to what you were saying there, do you know, we we had a real roller coaster of an experience. We 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 started doing a lot of gigs around Scotland. We started up in Aberdeen because that's where I went to uni. And, and all of a sudden, mate, we, we found ourselves playing the stand in Edinburgh and Glasgow. And then we got whipped away to, to Australia. And we we performed at the Melbourne Comedy Festival. We had a sellout run there for a month, and we lived the dream. And then and then we came home to Troon, 
and yet it turned out nobody gave a fuck and like nobody was even paying attention. Um, yeah. And it was just a huge crash land. Um, but you know, one of my all-time favorite experiences was on stage at the Troon Town Hall with Rory. And one of my worst ever gigs ever was the second show at Troon Town Hall with my mate Rory. They couldn't they couldn't have been more, you know, poles apart in 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 fact, I could probably say that some of my best reviews were that first one and the worst review is probably the second one. Um but it it was made all the more special to be able to go back to Troon with you and Colin many years later and do uh, do some colour ham stuff. Oh, there you go. Where did you get that? Me. I am on it. You know, I used to <clears throat> used to be a business. online. Found it, mate. Found it. Don't worry about that. So that that's uh, that's. So I've got a few people in the chat saying that they were at that Gavin Rose show. So Jay, uh, my cousin Aileen, you were at the second one that went terribly wrong. Uh, you weren't at the first one that went terribly right. Um, but um, yeah, that's that's me on the left, mate, and that's Rose. Rose is R- Rory's one of those people in life who's just like the most beautiful hilarious human being. I think Rose is the funniest person I've ever known in my entire life. Yeah. Ever. Fact. Hands yeah. down. Um, you sure? Have you, have you thought about everyone? <laughs> have you just like, have you, have you got a list of top 10 or something? I don't know. Well, how did you make that decision so quickly on the spot? <laughs> yeah. You're up there, Kev. Don't worry. Don't worry. I'll tell you one thing, though actually kev just to bring you back into the conversation <laughs> yeah yeah i'm waiting i think one of my all-time all-time best performances in terms of fun was the one that you and i did on our own in Trun. yeah 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 so uh this is um, the second one so we did so we did, as a color ham we did a few performances in tune and by the way they were absolutely such great nights we were so welcomed in Gav's hometown not surprised to be honest with you not surprised at all and there was one time where Colin um, Colin had started getting famous hadn't he <clears throat> and he'd had I think we'd had it in the diary but he'd had a diary clash let's just call it and he decided to take uh, another gig on the same night I think that was that was the format, wasn't it? That something like that, and the other one was more high profile. So I can't remember now. But anyway, he's Gavin, yeah, it's going to America. Or something, you know, some lame excuse like that. So Gavin and I had to fill in and do this this show that had normally have always been a three man show. We had to do it with two, right? And man, it was it was tricky, tricky stuff because I had and Gav had a whole bunch more responsibility on our shoulders. Just a, like one third of the color ham was missing and I had to play a lot of Collins roles. Gav had, Gav had to do a whole bunch of stuff and it was our second time being there. So we had to have like new material, totally, totally stressful. However, the euphoria at the end when Gav and I came off stage, the response from that wonderful warm Troon crowd and then just the post, post-match post drinks that we had, you know, just reflecting on what we just accomplished um it was it was wonderful it was really really wonderful experience it was one of those moments kev where uh, as you say it was very difficult to begin with because we you know we were having to fill colin's parts in many ways and work out how Mm. the dynamic changes with only two people but we did two shows that night and the first one was really good but the second one it was one of those moments where you just know what each other's going to say you just know exactly where you're at. Every ad lib, you just we were just on the same page. And mate, that that for me genuinely is one of my all-time performing highlights. And it wasn't one of those ones that was really high profile. 
It wasn't a huge audience. It was in the South Beach Hotel in Troon, you know? It, it, yeah. it wasn't it wasn't a highly paid gig or anything like that. It was just one of those beautiful in-the-moment moments. And that's the thing about show-offs, the podcast. You know, we, we said right on week one, Kev, that when we talk about show-offs, we're not actually talking about show-offs in the traditional sense. You no. know, people are total, total dicks and are just at it. We're talking about, oh, there we go. There's some Callaham stuff right there. Um, but we're, we're talking about um, the... Uh, just that desire to put yourself out there and dare. Oh, yeah, just we'll, we'll get rid of that wee bit at the top. <laughs> you see what I've done there, Cav, yeah. I saw what you did there, Times yeah. have changed. Times have changed. Yeah, Time I know. A lot, of, a lot of our... Co- if we were... We'd have to be making apologies right now if we were any more high profile. <clears throat> um, yeah, no, this is, this is uh, Colin, Gavin and I and one of our first of our... I think that's the first... That is the um, that is the I think Daniel Alderson will recognise that because that was first on the eleventh of August. That was our first ever fringe performance. Uh, yeah, and we had a quote from our friends, didn't we? <laughs> um, we had a quote from our friends saying, "Very funny." <laughs> Actually, mate, I think I think that was our second year. I think that was. Is that our second? Are you sure? It was only ten nights. Yeah, no, I know, but we actually, oh, maybe you're right. Maybe you're right. We get extras, remember? Um, fair dues, fair dues. But absolutely, yeah, aye, fun times. Yeah, no, it was amazing. And um, Kev, I've uh, uh, can I can we can we talk about your name? Me, yeah, if you want. Um, something just that's quite related to my name is that um, I don't know if you know, I was actually on Britain's Got Talent a few months ago. <laughs> Oh, really? I don't yeah, remember since last week's podcast. Well, uh, I thought I'd just remind everyone, Britain's Got Talent. Just search for my name, BGT, on YouTube. When I say my name, I mean, of course, Kevin Quantum. Um, but I think there's going to be an announcement soon about Britain's Got Talent. Oh, I think there's going to be an announcement yes. soon. I, I'm quite okay. hopeful that there will be. So yeah, I don't can know. I, can I ask... A wee, you don't obviously need to... I realise there's stuff you're not allowed to tell us, but can I go as far to say that in terms of public knowledge, people yeah. obviously know you got four yeses. Oh, but did they? they? Mate, it was in the show. Or, or yes, you, <laughs> you're a dick. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Kev. <laughs> so you'll see what's going on here, everyone. <laughs> So for anybody that's uh, downloading the podcast on Apple... Thumbs up to you, Simon. <laughs> Let's go back a little bit. Kev's, Kev's, so I, I would like everyone to know that's not able to see right now that Kev's showing footage from uh, uh, his time on BGT. Now, what Kev's also done with our live uh, stream is is create this in a way that I can't do anything. <laughs> I'm not able to show anything tonight. I can't even write stuff in the chat the way Kev's got this set up. <laughs> right, we're going to talk about Kev's name just briefly before we talk about... I've got an announcement about guests, Kev. Um, oh, you do, right? Of course, yeah. I do. I actually have con- a confirmed guest um, for uh, later on. Um, we'll come to that. Me, so, is it Tiffany? I'm not going to tell you anything until later, until nearly nine o'clock, oh, okay. uh, 10 o'clock. So, right. oh, man, see if it was Tiffany, I would literally come round to your house and break break the two meter distance thing. <laughs> I don't. Oh, maybe. that that oh, like really 
really quite aroused. Um, <laughs> so we've got um, a quick quick game, Kev. Uh, last yeah, week, bring on. great fun at the expense of your pretend made up name um, when we were playing around with some anagrams. Uh, of your name. So you might remember, mm-hmm. Kev, uh, some of the anagrams that we had for Kevin Quantum was Kumquat Venom. Um, and we had for your real name, Kev McMahon, Nick Venomham, hyphenated. Uh, and then for Gavin Oates, we had uh, Vagina Toast, which we thought was excellent. Um, Kev, I've I've been playing around a wee bit more with, with names. So will we start with my, I don't know if you want to put my full name up there, Gavin McPhee Oates. Really? Um, Hold on, what? Whoa, 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 whoa. Just slow I'll, that down, mate. I'll, I'll get Aileen on to you. She's she's listening. Uh, M-C-P-H-I-E. M-C, not M-A-C. No, M-C-P-H-I-E. So Gavin McPhee Oates. So, mate, I'd like to share with you some anagrams of... Uh, mate, that's not how you spell Oates. <laughs> <laughs> right, so, mate... Um, I'd like to share some anagrams of Gavin McFeeltz. I want to show off the joys of my name. So first up, <laughs> I saw that, mate. Good one. <laughs> uh, first first up, Kev, we've got Motivating Peaches. Oh, what? Mo- for you? <laughs> That's class. Oh, let, me edit, let me edit that. Let me edit that. Motivating, motivating Peaches. Love it. See you, Daniel. Mate, how brilliant's that? That's pretty amazing. Yeah. Mm. We also have a megaphone activist. Right. Megaphone activist. Yeah. That's yeah, interesting, that. isn't it? Yeah, I love it. It works. Um, you don't need to put all these up, by the way. Um, okay. next, next up, mate, apathetic gin moves. <laughs> <laughs> apathetic gin moves. So like, yeah. it's like, oh, gin. <laughs> oh, I'm not really into it. It's, it's sort yeah. of into it. Oh, I couldn't care less about how I hold my gin cup. Oh. <laughs> 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 That's the, really the funny. Final, the final one I've got, Kev, is captivate his gnomes. <laughs> <laughs> no, captivate that. his gnomes. Is gnomes like a euphemism for something? I don't know, mate. There's that fart machine going again. Can you hear that? Genuinely, is that what you're blaming those fart noises on? Is that (laughs) a a fart machine that you can never show us? Right. Are you ready for your name, Kev? All right. Now, hold on. We need to let the audience know what my name actually is. Right. We do. So you took a wee bit of the mickey out of my middle name earlier, Kev. So if we could just share with everyone the fact that your full name... You want my you, surname as well? Yeah, your your uh, your real surname. Thank you very much. <clears throat> okay, quantum it is. No worries. <laughs> as you announce it, I'll just do the reveal so everyone can get the the full whack. Okay, are you ready? Go for it. Charmander Flamenco Vikings. <laughs> Kevin Francis Gerald McMahon. See, yeah, I thought you were going to reveal my full name rather than the anagram of my name there. No, no. I didn't realize. 
<clears throat> yeah, Kevin, Kevin Francis, Gerald McMahon. I, I think yeah. um, just as a little shout out to everyone who's uh, who's who's still uh, following us just now. Who would be proud to have a name like that? Uh, you know, obviously assuming gender is irrelevant, which it is. Who would be proud of a name like that? I'm not seeing anyone putting anything. No one's putting anything in, are they? I think I think this is. <laughs> Just being ignored. Okay, right. Fire, fire away. Back to your anagram. How does it uh, see that again? Charmander. What's so Charmander? Fl flamenco Vikings. Charmander flamenco Vikings. That's yeah, a. There's a lot of adjectives in there that are quite. Can you? What's a Charmander? Give us. Give us that. A Charmander. Is it not a? I don't know. Is it not a type of lizard or something? That's what I thought as well. Charmander yeah, flamenco Viking. So you're a big lizard that does flamenco dancing dressed as a Viking. What's that? So Charmander. Do we know what that is? I think Lewis is saying that he would by the way, I think I think Lewis has jumped in there on the chat saying that he'd be proud to have a name like that, Kev. Thanks, Lewis. Yeah, strong, solid. <clears throat> I think it's mm. Pokemon. And Ma Marty's rightly pointed. Well, Charmander is a Pokemon. Oh, I really all oh, right. See, I didn't know that. That just I thought that was just a weird I knew, I, 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 I knew. <laughs> <laughs> So so if you are Charmander Flamenco Vikings or yeah. me. You're a dick, man. You're such a dick. No, this is brilliant. Choking farmland servicemen. <laughs> <laughs> Choking farmland serviceman. <clears throat> that's that's, uh, that's quite the uh, that's Gab. You know, you know what this tells me. This tells me that we really need to have a guest next week. I think. I think if, if ever there was a time. <laughs> We need to, uh, you know, increase the gene pool. Let's say it has to be, it has to be pretty soon. We need to get someone on, and maybe what time is it now? We're coming to that last ten minute stretch, aren't we? Do you do you want to make? Are you want to still build up to the last five minutes, or are you willing to sort of maybe drop a few clues in just now so we can have a little yeah. guess? Yep, I can. It's okay. <clears throat> so uh, we have uh, a. a our first official guest lined up, um, and it's. Uh, I'll give you a clue. It's it's a, it's a male. Um, he is from Ireland. Um, we haven't firmed up a date yet, but he's told me any Tuesday night, we've just to let him know and he's coming on the show. And what I will tell you is that he is one of the biggest names on the comedy circuit in the whole world. The whole world. Sells out Edinburgh every year, one of the biggest shows of all time, literally. He sells out uh, Australia, New Zealand, all the big festivals in London, Every single year, absolute legend, and um, what? What just say who it is? What just say it, Kev? <laughs> <laughs> just, uh, just try to make a concise list of all the clues. <clears throat> Should we put it out to our guests first? Anyone? Anyone got any ideas? Anyone idea? Because I was thinking when you were describing, I was thinking, was it Father Ted? Mate, he's not or, even alive. Yeah, that's that's that. I mean, that'd be amazing, wouldn't it? If you could. Yeah. What are you doing? Nothing. Back from the day. All right. Okay. Let's have another. Is it? Is it the guy? Is it Father Dougal? Is it a Father Ted oh. cast member? Nope. It's not. Okay. Right. So it's none of the Father Ted gang. Is it Mrs. One of Mrs. Brown's boys? Well, oh, shit. holy shit! Someone said that. We've we've actually got a right answer. We've on, got. On the chat. All oh, right, so we've got Jason Byrne, we've got Jim Owen and Ed Byrne, all, by the way, fantastic 
fantastic comedians and performers. Uh, I think I've met all of them on the circuit, there or thereabouts. <clears throat> but um, who could it be? So there's a toss-up between these three, and it's one of these you're saying, Gav. It is one of these, and I'll, <clears throat> I'll, I'll narrow it down. It's it's one of the burns. Oh, uh, right. So Jim Owen's off. Yeah, so it's either Jason Byrne or Ed Byrne, and uh, I love them both, but the one this one's absolutely my favourite. By a mile. By a mile. I would say Jason in that case. Mate, it is. Jason Byrne said yes. Oh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> if you've not seen the surreal comedy of Jason Byrne, then uh, I don't know where you've been on, friend. Is he not? He's, he sells out like the assembly room, doesn't the big, like that 600 uh, theatre every year, mate. every night. It's amazing. He's a massive name in the world of comedy. So uh, Jason and I, our paths have crossed a few times over the years, and um, we've kind of become pals. More actually, just this year, um, he very kindly um, uh, offered a, a review, a testimonial of you, if you like, of my latest book. Life oh, will see you now. It's not more about your <laughs> book, Scab. Jesus, <laughs> <laughs> mate. Do you know? Not only did have I only mention it once, but I'm now showing it once. <laughs> <laughs> so you don't um, have the access to the sheer screen function that I do, sadly. So, uh, you know, I just dude, Jason said yes, that deserves oh, me. That's book. brilliant. So, is that going to be next week or the week after? How's that going to be? Well, well, um, uh, uh, when are you away? Is it is it a week? No, I, I'm is around next week. Because there's a night that you're not able to to be here, so I might I might be going it alone, or we might do it on a different night or pre-record or or something like that. Um, do you know what uh, we need to? Me and Jason need to firm that up. But in the next couple of weeks, Jason Byrne is going to be on the show, uh, which is going to be absolutely hilarious. So, Kev, that means we've had our wee practice run, we've got used to the technology, we know how this works. Mm. It's time to get it's time to get get the guests going, and I think it's fair <sighs> to say to everybody yes. that this is just. This is just the start. We do have other guests lined up. We do, um, we do. Kinda, we're feeling a bit more comfortable with our podcast now and just how it all works. So, yeah. um, And by the way, now now that the podcast is available on Apple and Google and Spotify to download, mm. um, you know, jump on there, folks. Give us give us a wee review and just give us some likes, even if you hate us, because it, it'll help us get the podcast out there. But in the next two or three weeks, the guests are going to start. Jason's up first. And what I mean that sets mm. the bar really high, Kev. I mean, it does. It does mean. What, what's new with uh, Thundercats? Are we not there yet? Oh, there's progress. Yeah, there's definitely progress. Um, so I logged on to um, Instagram to check my messages, and uh, so I still haven't received a response yet. So okay, what the progress is there's a week gone by since I last told you where we were and the progress is we're still in the same position. Okay. Well, I too logged in to Instagram <laughs> to see if Tiffany had replied. And by Tiffany, I mean the Tiffany uh, singer of, uh, I think we're alone now. Mm -hmm. um, and she too hasn't responded. <laughs> Good. So progress. So progress, progress. I mean, I think the logging back in to see if she's even read the message is progress itself. Yeah. But mate, Jason Byrne said yes. So mate, there we go. It's amazing. It's amazing. You know, actually, someone said to me last week, it'd be hilarious if we always just every episode teased that we we're going to have guests, but never actually had them. <laughs> yeah, that would be true. 
<laughs> I think it was Satlana as well. It was her idea, and I told you, and you thought it was you that came up with it. <laughs> um, I'm not so... having that. Absolutely not. <laughs> I'm going to find the WhatsApp message on my phone and text it to you again. Yeah, but she said it before you said it. Anyway, just a quick one. Um, what I want everyone to do right now is to write in a playing card into the chat. Just everyone, <laughs> write in the name of a playing card. Don't press enter just yet. Just write one in. Write a playing card into the chat. Do that now. I'm going to give you a few seconds. Don't press enter just yet. Just type it in. And I'm going to take the second person's who card... Who's in? I want everyone to press enter in three, two, one. Now press enter. Let me see those cards. Let me see you. Ping, ping, ping. Let me see all those playing. The second card, the second card that comes in. Look at, look at all those cards. I'm gonna have to scroll back up. There's so many people have put in a playing card into the, into the. Uh, oh, there's there's one come through. There's. Oh, let me scroll up. How many of them are there? Three of hearts. Okay, let's go with that. The second one that's coming, I think, is a three of hearts. I've now, I've now scrolled up. Now you've seen that pack of cards. That's been on display. That Gav, stop fucking texting. I'm doing a magic trick. And uh, this has been. <laughs> you leave oh, a comment. You don't. <laughs> you leave a comment. So the second one was. What was the second one? Three of hearts. Three of hearts. Watch very carefully, ladies and gentlemen. This has been in display the whole time right at the start of the podcast i made a prediction and i said to gav i've made a prediction of a card and i took the card and i put it into the deck the one card that was the wrong way around out of all of the other cards and that card was leanne sweeten the three of hearts it was the three of hearts ladies and gentlemen right there beat that gav beat that there's an impromptu piece of going off Right, I will then. I will then. Right, Kev, I want you to think of a card. In fact, no, forget cards. Mate, I can do magic without cards, right? I want every single person listening and watching to this show to think of a number between seven and nine. Right? Is between, everyone doing that? Does it have to Hang be a on. whole number? Does it have to be a whole number? Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, so, so between seven and nine. No, no whole number. numbers too. Kev, you're a scientist, but shut it. Right. <laughs> So here goes. Everyone thinking of a number? Yeah. Correct. Mate, do you remember that time you took off your thumb in the Lyceum Theatre and no one actually <laughs> no one actually gave a shit? <laughs> Can you do that? <laughs> no. Wait, I took it off. I don't, I don't have one. So what Gav did, Gav did, I asked Gav to compare like the biggest show that I organize every year, the Magic Festival Gala. And Gav's like, yeah, yeah, I've got all this, like, I've got this A-grade, A-grade material ready for, for my role as compare of your, uh, of your main show. <laughs> so like the day comes and Gav's like, okay, here we go. And he has this big, massive build-up music, you know, like, ah, doom, doom, there was like light spinning around, shadows going everywhere, and then everyone builds up to this Jack massive crescendo. Jacket came off, spinning it around, flinging it off the stage. Someone threw it back on just for comedy effect. And then, then what he did was he did this, <laughs> like that. And it got an amazing response. And he looked at the audience and went, "Guys, I've just taken my thumb off." <laughs> <laughs> I've just taken my fuck. Did you not just see what I did there? You know? yeah, <laughs> Sorry, giving the my, audience. Just, just took my, my thumb right the fuck off. And put it on again. <laughs> Only Gav at the most prestigious magic event in the world <clears throat> would do the thumb trick and uh, and and I'd bring the house down. If I'm honest, everybody loved it. I'm so glad you added that bit then, because as a true show off, I I I'd like to think that I nailed it that night. You did, I was, man. About was, say, I was about to say I pulled it off, but that. 
That was a good night. That was a good night, Kev. Yeah, right, listen, we're, uh, mate, we're nearly out of time, so let's tell everyone where ah. they can find us. Where, where can where can people download our podcast now, right. that, now, that, now that it's up there? Literally, if you all just search for show-offs in iTunes or, or whatever you want, that sort of thing, you'll find, like, we're, we're now, like, top. If you write that word show-offs into, uh, into iTunes and you'll find us there. It's as simple as that. I'd done it earlier just to sort of prove that. I think I took a picture on my phone of the screen grab. So we now appear on iTunes just like that. Search for us. Hopefully you can see the show offs logo there. We are right at the top next to science show offs, which is also one of my podcasts. <laughs> Only joking. And uh, yeah, we're on Google. You'll find us easily enough now. And obviously, uh, tell all your friends about it. We'd love to have as many people listen. And, and like like we said, we've hopefully you've got to know us now. You we have spent the first three episodes of this showing off to you guys. We've not even scratched the surface of all the cool things we've done. Oh yeah, Gav. Next week, I want your top. Like, I've given you my Queen story and Prince Charles. I want your top celebrity story from when you've been performing. That's my yeah, second totally. challenge to you. So my first challenge mm. to you was uh, best review versus worst review. Next one is, uh, oh, you should ask Jason Byrne as well. Bring his best and worst reviews. Little thing. We yeah. can get him to yeah. do that well, as well. I'm not, not sure we'll have Jason next week, but certainly in the next couple of weeks we'll, we'll, we'll have Jason on. Um, can I share with you one review that I got once? That I, It's not my worst review, but... Um, it was it was a one word review that I got at an event um, from somebody in the audience because everybody had to put put their their it's more like feedback than than reviews, and everybody everybody was given an A4 piece of paper from the people that organised this whole event, and they were told everybody in the room was told just to write as much or as little as you want, but what you have to do is tell the truth. And somebody can I have wrote, a guess? Can I have a guess? Uh, yeah. Did they write the word whelmed? <laughs> I wish they had me. It would have been much better. Right. So they, so they had an A4 piece of paper and right in the middle, in just small, small writing, all they wrote was shite. And <laughs> small writing. Yeah, just shite. Just tiny, tiny wee word in the middle. Shite. It's worse than it's small. I don't know why. It's just like yeah. they didn't have the yeah. it's almost like um Mate, I've got a celebrity story. Can I, it's similar to that. But there, one of my friends was performing at a Magic at a Table and Gordon Ramsay was there. And she'd started off saying, hi, my name's blah, blah, blah. I'm the magician. And Gordon Ramsay just went to her, this female magician, a friend of mine, just went like this, come here. And she leant in and Gordon Ramsay went, fuck off. <laughs> wow. What so a cunt. What oh, a cunt. Rude. Excuse my Kev, language, but man. Kev, you just stepped to swearing up to a whole new level there. You said yeah. you said Gordon Ramsay. <laughs> I'm sure he said worse. But I can't believe he yeah. did that. Such a horrible thing to do to someone. Uh, but yeah, the writing shite small on a piece. Right, was it in the middle or in a corner? I think it probably was. No, right, 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 right in the middle. Uh, uh, portrait shite. <laughs> you know what? You know why I think it's good? Because when it's small, it's more offensive. Because you actually have to get the piece of paper and make an effort and go, yeah. oh, fuck. You know, yeah. So they get you twice, they suck you in, and then they fucking slap you in the face. What a oh, dick. It hurt. Oh, it hurt. Yeah. it hurt. I mean, the rest were all brilliant, but you always think about that one that told you you were shite. Uh, yeah. So listen, a uh, big thank you to everyone for tuning in. We've we've had um, we had a bit of uh, a few practice runs at this before we went live. We've now had three... We're calling them practice runs, but uh, the proper shows are coming with guests, and we can't wait to start playing around with our guests and uh, introducing them all to you. So, a uh, big shout out to everybody! Uh, big thank you, uh, Kev. I think we'll we'll wrap up and, and call it a week. 
Yeah, man. It's been an absolute ball. So pleased to see so many people coming back and joining us. Like I said, spread the word about the online podcast. Uh, Facebook, Show Offs Pod. Have we got Twitter and Instagram yet? I don't think we have, but that, those will come. Yeah, they're coming. We've got we've got the stuff set up. But um, jump jump into like Apple and things like that, and and just give us a wee five star rating, just so that mm. just it helps it become visible, so that the time the guests start coming on, we've got a wee bit of uh, a wee bit of traction going there. So yeah, big thank you, Kev. You got some jingles lined up? Anything ready to go? Yeah, we'll do a little play out jingle. So from Gav and I, good night. Show us. La, 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 la.